You are now listening to the No Visuals Podcast, an unedited take on life. What's going on, everyone? It's Janique, and welcome back to the No Visuals Podcast, your unedited take on life. You are now tuned into episode eight, and I'm so, so glad to be back from my mini vacation, my mini sabbatical, if you will. You know, for me, August has been a period of immense grounding and rest, and I think it is extremely important to take periods of time to come back to yourself And that is what I was spending my time doing. I was resting, going to the beach, eating really good food, spending time with my family and people that I love. So we all need that. We all need that time to come back to ourselves. There has also been some life changes that I'm praying for and ushering into the physical right now. And that also requires a heightened level of focus and attention. I hope to share more on that in a future episode and what that season has looked like. But given that and given all the changes... The podcast will be switching to bi-weekly for the time being, and, you know, once things settle back down, we'll switch to weekly episodes again. So thank you all for understanding, and thank you all for the support. If this is your first time tuning into the No Visuals podcast, No Visuals is a space that is catered to Black stories and experiences. This is a space for growth, authenticity, and commitment to oneself. We now have seven episodes. Isn't that crazy? Seven episodes already. So make sure you circle back to those episodes if this podcast sounds like your cup of tea. Make sure you subscribe to No Visuals Podcast in your podcast provider. If that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you get notified of when new episodes come out. Also, rate no visuals of five and leave us a comment wherever you listen to podcasts and stick along for the ride leave us some comments let us know what you think of episodes i'll try to start sharing some of that on episodes as well so make sure you guys are following us on instagram and and letting me know what you think of different topics and stuff like that so jumping into this week's episode i want to discuss the idea of perspective and perception and Related to these two ideas and notions, I have been seeking guidance on this subject and I feel as though the message has been shared in pieces and I think that this is something that we'll see unfold over time. I see perception and perspective being extremely important in the coming times in our world as we know it. I saw a quote that is so timely to this idea that says, having your own mind in a world of pre-programmed thoughts takes audacity. I saw another quote that says, imagine being so in your power that others no longer have the ability to emotionally, mentally, and psychically manipulate you. And that quote is by Miriam Hasna. And why I think this is so important is because disillusion perception leads to perspectives based on falsehoods and allows for inauthenticity to enter our consciousness. And during this time, I sense the importance of being aware and the importance of rejecting timelines and realities that do not align with the divine, do not align with divine timelines. To be quite honest with y'all, it is disturbing the way that ego, manipulation, lies have all been integrated into the narrative and deemed as normal because they cause this 
sort of gray area where it comes to moral high ground. Under the pretense of falsehoods related to perception, I see it leading to deceit, to predatory practices, to lies, to displacement of trust, to burnout, fatigue, and I see it to self-image dysmorphia. In this falsehood narrative, it's so driven by ego and it's so driven by self that it's not thinking about the collective consciousness is not thinking about collective well-being or or moral high ground those things are just not integrated with the perception politics and and these narratives and i just want to share a few different examples that i have seen in just the last few weeks so the untimely death of brianna taylor we have all seen that it's been co-opted by the ego where people are now launching merchandise, people are creating conferences centered around empowerment. And my question is, how is it that the wrongful death of a black woman can be morphed by opportunistic people and self-centric ideology and take away from seeking justice for Breonna Taylor, who was killed while asleep in her own home? You know, to actually go a little bit further, Brianna Khan and Brie BQ and the flyers highlighting free drinks before 11 are the effects of a perception-driven society. You know, people want to have the perception that they're this activist or influencer, that they're making change. And thing is, you're seeking to use the untimely death of a black woman with colonial models to make yourself bigger at the end of the day it's not about brianna it's about self women empowerment and justice i don't see how they have a place together and i don't see how they come together in the same conversation i don't see the duality there i think we have to be clear in what we are seeking for brianna taylor and that is justice for her untimely and wrongful murder And at what price will we allow this to continue? Another thing that I've seen over the past several weeks is the attack of Megan, a prominent black entertainer who her domestic violence and abuse has been mocked and dragged up and down timelines and subject for debate. And I think that this fact pattern illuminates what we already know. Black women are the most exposed and least protected group on the planet. And what I do know is that women, especially black women, are the strongest people, not because we are born that way, but because we have to learn how to be. This is about trauma and survival. This is about DNA and generations of of exposure. This is about a group that has the ability to heal in less than a generation, despite all that they go through. This is about the lack of community and what that has conjured up and birthed and allowed to take place. We don't have space for that anymore. And we have to ask ourselves, at what price will we allow this to continue? Another instance is amidst a time where you would think would be best practice to, you know, be conservative and be community-driven, community-impact-driven, and help others get to where they need to be to provide for themselves, provide for their families. And, you know, we see all these different gurus popping up, popping up on social media. And it's come to light, the veil has been lifted, that a lot of these business leaders and alleged business leaders and spiritual practitioners have been called out for manipulating black and brown communities with their predatory practices and lies. 
and people are often swayed by how things are perceived, what the perception is. You know, we see with our eyes and that's what our brain processes. So we are swayed by the anecdotes of success and the lifestyles that we see with our eyes and become disillusioned by that perception. And we have to ask ourselves, at what price will we allow this to continue? And I'm not even going to get into the system. We all know that the system has proven to be broken and this remains true. But due to manipulation, the narrative is controlled. And as a result, the masses fall to perception politics and falsehoods. Our information is filtered. We are only given what is thought that we should be given. You know, we're not given the whole truth. We have to seek that within ourselves. We know these things in- intuitively. But we grew up in a way where our intuitions were misdirected and silenced. So we have to get back to understanding that intuition understanding the power of it and where that intuition comes from and sovereignty means having the ability to critically think and the ability to intuitively know moral high ground and without that it's a dangerous path to be on Perception, again, as I said, is about what the eyes can see, what the brain can identify and piece together. But sensing the world through the physical only tells us one piece of the story. Going within is where sovereignty, well-being, and truth lie. And again, why I want to bring this up on this week's episode is because I think that this pattern if we allow it to continue if we don't speak up against it if we continue to give it life and breathe life into it it leads to the displacement of trust and and it can be extremely dangerous in my opinion to healing than having no information at all you know I think that misinformation is more dangerous than no information at all because it can perpetuate a false narrative and we just want to continue to ascend so so how do we rise above the disillusionment frequently entering our airspace and seeking to reprogram our thinking our actions and reaction and in my opinion i believe embodiment is the key to getting there embodiment can be defined as a deep truth that you sense feel and honor within your body embodiment means understanding what it means to show up for ourselves and how we subsequently show up for others due to our deep understanding and our compass that is our moral high ground. I think that embodiment means seeking divine guidance. I believe that embodiment means processing how we sense, feel, and are guided before speaking or inviting others in or offering an opinion. I think we've been so conditioned to shut our feelings off, to not feel there's like this big um, push to, you know, be savage, not be to be heartless, to not have feelings. But I think we have to call back our feelings to our bodies and to really sit in those and understand what those mean for us. They're not going to mean the same thing for every person, but processing what we feel about what we're seeing in the world. And I think embodiment is original. And it's not swayed by groupthink and physical plane programming. It's not swayed by what we can see, what we can perceive. I think embodiment is offering, meaning that when you show up 
fully integrated and in a meaningful way, you are now providing a new perspective that can be offered to the collective and heal because it's truly aligned, it's truly integrated. And how do we get to this place of embodiment? We shift away from colonial timing. Colonial timing is rushed, it seeks things. And we are in this material-driven society. Our society has told us that we need to go in debt to get this, that we have to have this by this certain age. Abundance can flow easier when you're one with all that is and with all that created, what we perceive. We have to become one with everything. The colonial timing is driven by lies and manipulation and deception. We practice embodiment by living it out every day. When we see attacks on perception, when we see attacks on how we perceive things, how we perceive truth, we offer a perspective from the moral high ground. Because when we offer a perspective from this place, there is never any sufficient counter-argument when you move from this place because God gives the truth. There is only truth in God, and that's all that there is. Whoever we are speaking to, they may not be receptive to what you're saying right now, but it can't be refuted. It can't be, there's no counter to it. It's all that there is, and it's aligned, and they'll receive that message when they're ready. How do we practice embodiment? We walk with an inner knowing that we are sovereign beings, and that is our birthright. We have a creator that designed this world with balance in mind, and we understand the weight of sovereignty. You can choose to walk in moral high ground, or you can choose a path otherwise. It's like the path of least resistance. That's one of the laws of the universe is, you know, the law of re least resistance. That is where utopia is. That's where nirvana is on that path that's fully integrated we step outside of our ego you know ego is so dangerous and i want to have an episode specifically on ego in the coming weeks but ego puts us and inserts ourselves in places that we don't need to be and it ends up causing more destruction more confusion when everything is all said and done you know ego makes everything about us and in the colloquial sense it's extremely self-centered if egos were checked there would never be a, a brie bq there would never be a brianna khan that would have never happened if ego wasn't involved and we trust our intuitive guidance and our gut and we can take steps to do this by clearing out our gut getting our gut in good shape introducing probiotics incorporating teas and asking if something is not for us, that it be quickly revealed. We don't want to linger in, in dangerous narratives. I just see that we're being challenged right now to really question everything, to really sit with all the lessons that we were taught, you know? And as states start to open back up, as we start to, you know, become more integrated back into society, whatever that new normal they like to call it will look like, I think we have to start walking with a questioning mind and just analyzing everything, questioning everything, having our eyes open, but having our inner standing sift through the information first. So that is all I have for this week's episode. Make sure you are subscribed to the No Visuals podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Rate this episode and let me know what you think. What do you think about everything that's going on? You know, do you see perception being challenged? Are you challenging it? We need to grow together. I think that's so important, especially given these times. And that's where I'll leave it. Until next time, thank you guys for listening. Be well, take care of each other, take care of yourself. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the No Visuals Podcast. Don't forget to rate this podcast and leave us a comment on what you thought of this week's episode. Also, be sure to subscribe to the No Visuals Podcast for a weekly unedited take on life wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next Tuesday, peace.